You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Ringside. This is episode number 175. Quick announcement. This is our first episode on a new network called Premier Podcast Network. Our audio show is going to be uploaded either to the podcast the night that network. we are live or the next night. Uh, but uh, shout out to our boys out there at Chop Sports Network. Tommy D and everybody else out there giving us the opportunity to be on this uh, platform. We are the first MMA combat sports podcast on this network. A lot of their ne- uh, podcasts that they have is about football and wrestling, heavy on wrestling, pro wrestling. Uh, but we are the first MMA uh, podcast on their platform. Uh, so Big things are going to be happening uh, with our podcast uh, over there at the Premier uh, Podcast Network. So shout outs to them. 
And again, shout out to the guys out there at Chop uh, Chop Sports Network. So uh, yeah, big things yeah. are coming, guys. Uh, so I had to get that out of the way. But welcome to episode number one seventy five. I am your uh, one of your hosts, Robert Villa, and the other host out here is Dave Rodriguez, Mark Andrew Miller, and President of Fightbook Enemy, Rudy Lara. How's it going, guys? Not bad. Busy day, as always. Busy, busy Thursday. <laughs> Cap it off yeah. with the one seventy-five. Super necessary. Hell yeah, man! We got a big show tonight, fellas. Uh, but before we get into that, quick shout out to HKA USA. Go to HKAUSA.com. Show your support to them as they show support to Fight Book MMA and City Ringside. To our uh, partners that we work with, the MMA uh, promotions, just go out there and click the link at the website at fightbookmma.com and uh, you'll be able to see who we work with uh, very close, um, like Brave, One Championship, XFN. So go check them out. Um, we are going to be uh, uh, working really, really close with a new promotion um, out in uh, Indonesia. I was talking to the owner uh, driving over here to, uh, home after work, and uh, look out, guys. We're going to be uh, working really close with uh, IFL. Um, big things are happening with this uh, promotion, so we're going we're gonna to kill it, man. Um, Shout-outs to the People that we work with, uh, with all the live streams, with Flow Combat, Fight TV, ESPN, The Zone, and MMA TV. Go check them out. Uh, not only at our website, but go look them up on their uh, platform as well. Go and uh, support them. All right, guys. Quick rundown of the events that are happening. Heavy, heavy boxing weekend. But let's start off with the MMA, kickboxing, grappling, Muay Thai category. Tonight, PFL, Atlanta. They are having their event. It's a featherweight now. and light heavyweight. Yeah, right now. Right. Light heavyweight uh, event. Uh, go to fightbookmma.com. I will have all those results uh, at the website. May not be live, but I will have the results during the show tonight. Uh, also, the next two events are going to be live on Fight and at Fightbook MMA. The Dynasty Combat Sports Summer Kickoff 2023. Uh, our friends out there at Shamrock FC, they're having their 345th event. And also Holy UFC crap. 289, Nunez versus Aldana. In the boxing bare knuckle slap fighting category, live on pay-per-view in Miami, Florida, Adrian Broner versus Bill Hutchinson. Hmm. Hmm. And the next three events are going to be live on Fight and at the website. Don King, Adrian Broner versus, uh, well, I already said that. Uh, Don King is going to be having an event. I don't know much about that event, but it's happening. Uh, it's Don King involved, so, you know, it's uh, some real shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> True that. I, I heard Roberta saying something about I think so. Yeah, good name. Rob, Rob's always got a point with getting the names right, though. So, shout out to you, Rob, for doing the most. Yeah, but... yeah. BKFC Montana, also live on Fight and Fight Book MMA. Uh, June 10th, Three Lions Promotions, also at the website. Uh, this one's going to be live on ESPN Plus and on ESPN. 
uh, June 10th in New York. It's going to be a title fight. Josh Taylor versus Teofimo Lopez Jr. They're yeah, fighting man. for Taylor's WBO Jr. welterweight title. That one's going to be a good fight. As we all know, Lopez, Teofimo Lopez Jr. brings it. Always a war with his fights. Uh, Josh Taylor, he is no slouch, so uh, don't miss that event. Also in London, live on the zone, three title fights on this card. Uh, the main event is going to be Sonny Edwards versus Andres Campos. They're fighting for Edwards' IBF flyweight title. The co-main event, another title fight, Cherneka Johnson versus Ellie Scottney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they're going to be fighting for Johnson's IBF women's junior featherweight title. And the feature fight is another title fight. Nina Hughes versus Shannon Courtney. Uh, it's going to be a 10-rounder for Hughes WBA women's bantamweight title. Last but not least, in, uh, on live on the zone in Ontario, California, Jaime Manguia versus Sergey Derevanchenko. They're fighting. Uh, oh, they're not fighting for a title. So, uh, yeah. This is, uh, they're just fighting. And also on that same card, Shane Mosley Jr. fighting mm -hmm. Demetrius Ballard, another 10-rounder there. So, like I said, it's a heavy boxing uh, weekend, um, but MMA is starting off tonight, PFL. So, um, watch that event after our show, okay? Show your support. We, we yeah. Stay on our, on our uh, platform here. And our guest for tonight is Power Slap Fighter, Mr. Waylon Frost. We're going to be talking to him about uh, his past two fights, his knockouts, what's next for him, what he loves to do for fun, which I know, Rudy, you're going to love it. Um, he's Yeah, so he'll let us know what's up with uh, what he does. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, let's get on it, guys. UFC yeah, on but... ESPN 45, Kara Frank versus Albazi. That happened last weekend. Uh, but before we get into our predictions, David, what what do you say? What do you say? What do you say, David? What do you say? <laughs> well, like you said, correct. Best be watching sitting ringside right now. PFL's going on. You got to be watching fights from 10 years ago. You got to fight, watch fights in the future. Every single second, every minute, every round. You guys know the deal. Otherwise... <laughs> Yeah, and you're not a real flat fan too if you're not about to listen to uh, Waylon Frost, who has been wrecking shit too. So we'll get to him in oh. just a few minutes. Rob, like you said, Kyra France, uh, Amir Albazi. Oh man, this card kind of low key pissed a lot of people off, right? Including myself. Yeah. But, but uh, did you guys think, well, I mean, there's a lot of like what Adesanya came out pretty vocal about the judging. I know, Mark, you have your, your opinion on it, but we, we've all said it before. If they want to fix this problem with judges, all you got to do is get Basru and George St. Pierre and Virtual. You want to avoid all that shit? Then it's Yeah. Well, we were saying, I mean, if they really wanted to, you know, just get Steven Seagal, like any kind of close fight, just let him come out in the trench coat, shades. And he had, uh, he knows he wins, you know, like it's Steven Seagal, man. So this is a death 
Yeah. I personally don't think that it would bother me that much about it. Despite yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, true. Very true. Hey, Rudy, I can't hear you on the live feed. Hey, there's, uh, I think for sure the, um, well, the way they scored the fight, like Mark, what do you think? They just gave the control time. That, that that's where they've seen it is just a control time, even though yeah, another, he got out just struck. like the Islam and Volk fight. Yeah, you know they put it more in the control time than the actual strikes, and you know I mean it's not the old days where. There, people, Ariel Hawani, despite everybody's taking shots at him. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, Kai Carpont, he just basically fought, he fought the champion, Brandon Marino, previous to Abazi. Alex did a great job, though. Alex Caceres, though, in the co main. Yeah. Very no, good Alex, performance. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, Pineda's mm-hmm. tough as nails, man. Like, I mean, a yeah. lot of his fights do, uh, don't see the judges, but this time around, uh, he was super tough out there. Uh, Alex Caceres even said it in the post interview that he was tougher than he thought. But Alex always comes in there in great shape. Uh, he's able to mix it up. The fight pretty much went everywhere. Uh, kind of a very, a very Bruce Lee performance, Bruce Lee Roy status. But uh, yeah, yeah, he was and looking Tim for Miller. the finish. He, yeah, he was looking for the finish. Uh, Caceres didn't get it. Went to a decision. Uh, still looked good though. I love watching Alex yeah. Caceres. Um, Jim Miller, on the other hand, Jim Miller just oh my kicking. god, Jim Miller, bro. He is a Hall Easy of Famer work. for sure. Like he's a legit, guaranteed Hall of Famer. Because I mean, look what he's done in his career, and look who he's fought. You know what I mean? He's fought the who's who. He went on a tear and took out a whole bunch of names, and never got a title fight. And you know what I mean? Like Jim Miller is Jim Miller, and he's going to be on UFC three three hundred, and he's going to win that fight too. And then just, to, I mean, I love. Well, it was the power of the mullet, right? That night, two fighters with mullets won. So I want to mention that. <laughs> But uh, Jim Miller, it was just like a, just a straight up like union mm-hmm. uh, worker, blue collar performance. Good. Clock in, do work, get your paycheck, go home. But uh, Butler, though, I mean, that guy took a, you know, a big risk. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of reward at the mm-hmm. end. Had he, you know, gave Miller a great fight, possibly though, maybe I winning mean, the bout. Took but a, not a lot of people had him winning. But we didn't see Jim Miller coming out there and just starting somebody out in like 20 seconds. Right. I mean. Yeah. Bro, like when he came in to to uh, fight, I mean that boy had that aggression already in him. Like he was ready, uh, focused. Uh, yeah, Jesse Butler too. You know, he he got in there, but, but wasn't he? Uh, uh, you know, he came in really short notice to fight Jim. Yeah, Miller? yeah, because it was supposed to be uh, Gordon. Yeah, it was supposed to be Jared Gordon pulled from the fight because he had an apparent. Uh, a concussion protocol where they it was like he basically cleared himself from concussion which dana white caught wind of 
and canceled the bout immediately. But it was kind of like on Derek Gordon's side to where he should have let the UFC know. Uh, it was kind of disrespect to Jim Miller. Pretty sure Jim Miller's pretty pissed about it and went out there and uh, displayed what he did. And, I mean, shoot, I, I hope Jim Miller fights forever in the UFC. UFC 350, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, sure. Jim Miller, when, I, when he threw that left hand, bro, and just knocked him out, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this guy can fight, literally, he can fight tomorrow or uh, Saturday. Yeah, you, you know, fought twice, two times that night, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why exactly. not? Be, yeah, eventually, if there's a guy, anybody active you see on the roster that could pull something off like that, it's got to be Jim Miller. I mean, Cowboy's not around. Our, our, uh, our uh, guest is going to jump on here. Well, there we go. Waylon's in the chat. All right. Yep. All right. We've got to see we're connecting his, his audio. There we go. Mr. Whalen, you are looking sideways, my friend. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sideways, my friend. Let's see here. Let's see if we can hear him on the not bad. Can you guys hear me? Let's see here. Uh, yes, sir. Loud and clear. Uh, we welcome to the, the show, Whalen. You're on with yeah, the City Ringside Boys, Fight Book MMA, Roberto, myself, Dave Rodriguez. Rudy Lara, our producer, and our Canadian affiliate, Mark Abby Miller. Man, welcome to the show. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy to be here. Yep. Right on. Well, uh, like we always do, man, we, we love introducing our guests on the show. Uh, you know, obviously, you're a power slap fighter. Um, two knockouts in your first, uh, you know, you got a knockout on your first uh, uh, power slap one, and then your other knockout here at power slap two. Um Talk to us about that journey, man. Like, uh, I know uh, in your past interviews, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure you say the same thing all the time, <laughs> you know. But, uh, right. it, you know, different crowd, different environment here with us and uh, different uh, people that uh, listen or, or watch. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely, talk man. Talk to us, so, man. Uh, like, I mean, why, why power slap or, or slap fighting in general? Because you don't even have any fights under your belt yet. Right, no, so um, I don't have any like sanctioned fights or um, with any promotions or anything. Um, but yeah, I just enjoy like combat sports, just uh, basically just because I like to challenge myself and I like to do like masculine stuff um, and like the adrenaline, you know, things like that. So basically, I was training, I trained jujitsu and boxing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys heard this, but Donovan Cross, he, uh, he was out there for like the the very first slap event ever in March of 2022, and he got a couple wins. So uh, I don't know if it was Frank or you know one of the guys with Power Slap that asked him, you know, who would you refer? Do you have anybody? Uh, so Donovan gave my number, and one of the you guys know I usually walk slap. around probably like 185, 190, but uh, when they called, they said they needed more welterweight. So I said, let's do it. I honestly I had no idea what it was going to be. Um, you know, basically until right up before I was flying out that I found out it was going to be, you know, for UFC and, and, you know, this and that, I really had no idea. I thought I was just going to go slap some people, you know, at any event just to make some money. Cause that's basically what Donovan told me. He was like, man, we're going to go slap shit out of people for a bunch of money. So I was like, let's try it. And, uh, I get out there and, you know, I'm at the hotel and I'm meeting these people and it just got real, like really fast, you know? Um, put us on a bus we went to the apex and there's dana and frank standing there and yeah it just got real really quick and uh 
I was like, let's go. You know, it, it, it was just, it was go time. I was all in as soon as I got there. Yeah, too. And also, Waylon, uh, no, congrats on the win, man. You've been showing out out there. And uh, it, uh, it was lovely to see uh, Trujillo out there as a coach. He was on the show, uh, him and Travis. So we had a great chat with them. We know about them, uh, you know, also being uh, MMA fighters as well. They got the opportunity to get uh, called out to Vegas. Um, I got to ask you uh, about the treatment. Like, I seen uh, Trujillo rolling a limo and like they're taking care of you guys out there rolling out to Vegas though. Uh Chair, what 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 is a little bit things are things that they did different from one to two as far as treatment of you guys taking care of y'all? So I mean, I guess basically from power slap one to power slap two, like the two live events, you know, it's really not much changed between those two. I mean, um, you know, they pay for your flights, get to fly in, they have a driver for you and uh, you know, they make you feel like a star, absolutely. Um, you know, they take you to the hotel and and everything puts you up in a nice hotel and casino. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, there wasn't a huge change from the two live events, but, uh, the big change was from when we went out there for the actual show, you know, for the qualifying matches and then to move into the house. Cause at that point it was completely different. You know, we, we couldn't have our phones. We had no access to any, you know, internet. We couldn't talk to any time members. We were like locked down because we were there just, you know, for the, for the show. So that was the biggest change. Um, but I uh, I can't tell you that, like, they go above and beyond. Um, they treat you so well. Everybody that has anything to do with the UFC or SLAP organization, they are, like, you know, top level. They take care of you very well. Super nice people all the way down to earth. So, yeah, absolutely. It's been great. It's unlimited Howlerhead, huh? Yeah, unlimited Howlerhead, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, what's funny is uh, – I got into the Howard head like one of my last nights there and uh, they didn't, they didn't show it on the show. And uh, yeah, there's, there, there, there was a couple of guys that were getting out of that Howard head, but I think they kind of made it all about Azael, you know, getting into it. But uh, yeah, unlimited Howard head, monster energy, slate milk, you know, all these sponsors, they just have it right on deck for you. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and they don't expect you guys to, to get in a fight after feeding you all that shit that's fucking crazy dude you, you, you know what the funny thing is is i was telling these guys it's like you know they, they wanted the shit talking you know especially in the house because they, they got to push the show and they need content and uh on these guys it's like, so they mixed you know everybody has this you know pent up aggression already from not talking to their families and everything and then you add alcohol and you add the shit talking and they want all this but at the same time they tell you you know you get to do all this but you can't fight so for me, it's kind of like, you know, like throwing gasoline on a fire and like expecting the flames not to get bigger. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was just crazy. But I mean, we made it through there. There was definitely some fights, but it was a great time. Who, who was the the biggest shit talker in the house? Biggest shit talker. Um, biggest shit talker. You know, uh, man. Azael would talk a lot of shit, but here's the thing with Azael is like the first night or two, he would talk some shit, you know, and he was, and he was getting a little out of hand, but, um, it got to a point to where like the guys just wanted to pick at him because I knew he had like an issue and he's already the dude who embarrassed himself. <laughs> so the guys would just continue to pick at him and they'd force him, you know, to, to want to come out and see that dog. So they made it look like the entire time, like he's just this drunk asshole. Yeah. But the second half, it was really just him defending himself as a man. So. The most shit talking was definitely come from Azael, but it was, you know, it wasn't all just him being an asshole. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, man. I was like, man, they they seem to want to fuck with this guy. And then, and <laughs> yeah. then seem, seem uh, you know, surprised that uh, he defends himself, but whatever, man. I People know. People are weird. Yeah.
and then like try to make him look like an asshole for defending himself. It doesn't really like doesn't make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah, no, we had a like I said, we had Travis on, we had a Robert, so it's good to hear and have you guys on because like we uh Rudy's been following it since inception. Uh, this is a very heavy MMA show, but uh, uh, very heavy on the UFC side. So when this came about, like, um, I know there's a bunch of harsh critics out there and like, you know, it's getting better and better. And like, people are, I mean, you got, I mean, I got asked to, like you said, Michael Bisbing went and had like a, like, did Dana White do like the same thing? Like a pep talk, how he does with all the fighters, like a fighter meeting. Was it Bisbing the um, one that did it for you? It was the Bisbing that came in and like gave us like that little pep talk. But Dana would yeah. kind of, you know, when, when we were all there for uh, like weigh-ins or this and that, you know, Dana would come in and say a few words and just tell us like, hey, like, you know, right now is your opportunity, like seize this moment. Don't, you know, don't screw this up because this is life-changing opportunity for you. So, you know, the ones of us that listened and took it seriously, it absolutely has been. Um, but Michael Bisming, is, I think it's less of like a fighter prep talk and just more of him wanting to go in there and just have fun with everybody. He's just like a fun dude. He he no. came into my locker room, uh, like before the very first slap I did, he came into our locker room and uh, he like, he slapped Jesse Dudding and he punched me in the gut and like he's just there just like just having a good time man like uh yeah it wasn't really like I, maybe he's trying to hype us up or fire us up but it definitely wasn't no like motivational speech you know what i'm saying yeah he's a cool cat man really <laughs> down-to-earth guy man yeah he's awesome yeah it sounds definitely like a michael bisbing def- thing he would do and uh, i just love to hear him as a commentary man like i know dc was there the first time uh robert was telling us about his interaction with dc and them guys so yeah, it's very cool stuff, man, because we still are in the early stages. Like I said, a lot of people, a lot of harsh criticism, a lot of haters, right, Rudy? So, I mean, we're glad to have you on, though. I'm glad you're able to make the time, no wailing, because, yeah, we're, uh, we were supposed to have Dorian on last week. Uh, he canceled last minute. We'd love to hear about him, but I'm glad to have you on this week. I know uh, we talked about it last Thursday and possibly maybe getting you on, right? Yeah, no, hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I love being here, man. I like this. I love these podcasts, you know, talking about fighting. Like, you know, I love these communities, you know, I feel like yeah. there's a, needs to be more of us, man, because it's like fighting combat, you know, it's just like, it's in our human nature. And I think people try to suppress it, but you know, it's, it's just part of, you know, human nature. Yeah. Well, that's why we do our show, man. I mean, all four of us, we've always been talking in chat and, you know, me and Rudy and David at first, and we were like, you know what? Instead of just talking, why don't we just have a podcast and just talk about it? Do it. Yeah, yeah. And, Do and it. We're, a, we're 175 episodes in, and we still love it, bro. And I don't think we've ever done a recorded uh, episode. It's always been live. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's where it's it's a lot to us. It's more fun doing it live. Because you get to see the raw, the the exactly you know, the, mis- the mistakes that we get to do, and um, exactly it's, it's just, just it's like it's a more keep it real, you know, instead of yeah, it's it's and cutting it, yeah, 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 it's very genuine. We always tell our guests, look, we are live, so and we're not like your typical <laughs> podcast. Well, we fucking cuss, uh, and and we're. Oh, yeah, man. We're just four dudes that love to talk shit. And sometimes Mark <laughs> yeah, whips his balls out to the guests. <laughs> what? Come on, real, brother. That, hey, man. Some Canadian <laughs> thing, bro. Keep it real. I'm down with it. It is a Canadian yeah. thing. It is. It is. He's like, hey, you, you <laughs> want to see what Canadian thing. bacon looks like? And he whips it out. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. got to censor that shit out right now. 
Canadian bacon. <laughs> oh, oh my funny god! Shit. Hey, then Waylon too about the, the the previous event. Like I know you showed out big time, but uh, I know they asked Dana a lot of questions about like you know, of course they're figuring things out uh, event to event. But I know there's a lot of fouls, uh, the AJ fight, you know what I mean, and uh, what happened to uh, to uh, Davis. Right. And then just right. like, no, like, I, what did you, what was your take? I mean, you, you end up watching all the matches, I'm sure. And then like everybody's looking at you. You had one of the few just one shot KOs out there just shining. So, but yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a work in progress. But having guys like you, I mean, because I know, you know, in the near future, there's possibly probably a title shot for you coming up too, right? I'm, I'm hoping, man. Um, we're figuring that out. Uh, yeah, we'll see as far as that title shot goes. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little weird in our division right now. I mean, I'm sure you guys, you guys are following us. You understand what's going on with our champion right now. Um, you know, he, he's on the shelf, so there's not going to be any title fights, you know, for mm -hmm. at least this next one in July. And I don't know, you know, when he'll be back. And it's, it's kind of irking me. And, you know, Frank and them, they know that. Like, it's really fucking irking me that, uh, you know, this dude sitting on the shelf and, can't go and we have to continue to go and not have that one just because of his mistake so um it's like as far as the title fight goes we'll have to see does that um, make you want to slap the shit out of him even more man I'm, I'm telling you I'm, and like the thing is like it's not chris's fault like it's 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 not on chris i'm not like directing this at chris um you know he he won that's he won that belt and whatever, but the thing is, like, you know, the rest of us fighters, like, I've won two fights at number one now, and I got to win the number one. I have to win a third fight already being ranked number yep. one before I get – it's just not making a lot of sense to me. Um, but, you know, like, I'll respect their decisions. I'm not here to, like, bash on, you know, Frank's decisions, whoever makes these decisions, but it is irking me. I will tell you that, um, and I don't know what's going to happen. I wish I had more answers for you guys. Um, but as far as the fouls go – especially in that john davis match because john davis is like our like true example of like a true champion that dude works his ass off and he's a professional so i, I did not expect to see like all the fouls and everything going on in his match because you know he stepped two and he wasn't throwing the cleanest strikes either um so i didn't i didn't expect to see that especially in the championship match but uh wesley drain man he let that thing he had that on the silver platter and he let it fall right out of his hands i don't know all he had to do is land clean slaps, man, and not foul, and it was in the bag. So that's that's got to be irking him too, knowing that it was right there. But to, as far as all the fouls we saw, I was surprised that there was more this round than there was in Power Slap One because you know we've all been improving. But uh, the Russell thing, not a lot of us are surprised uh, because I mean Russell will say it himself like. Uh, you know, he just wants to knock AJ out, like, you know, and we've all, you know, we've all told him, like, Russell, you got to keep it clean, you know, keep your feet down, and he's, uh, he just wanted to knock dude out, so I wasn't really surprised there that, uh, he couldn't keep it clean. Fucking guy. <laughs> Fucking guy, what man, I'm you? telling you. <laughs> How about the, uh, the I noticed, uh, because it was the first time anybody had really seen it, uh, because even Bisbee pointed out, like, the lean technique, like, up against the table, like, what did you know, like, that's always been a legal thing you could do? I did so, not know. You know, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, cause I've seen it too. Like Wesley drain, uh, just brought him up. Like if you watch him every single time he's leaning on that table, he's all the way over it. I mean, he's leaning on it and they never say anything. Um, and you'll see some, sometimes they're, they're inconsistent. Each ref kind of has their own idea of how they want the fight to go. So you'll watch Herzog. 
Herzog really isn't that keen on pushing the defender up against the table. He really doesn't care that much. But you'll see, uh, like, Mark Smith or, you know, one of those guys, they'll be like, hey, you have to be up against the table. So it's it's different rules every time. I'm still not 100% on whether yeah. you can lean or you can't. Um, you know, like, and like you guys know, this is a sport that <clears throat> we're still figuring out. So we're going to see a lot of discrepancies, and hopefully it can all get cleared up, you know, sooner rather than later. But wouldn't you think that leaning on, on the on the deal is um, not helping you at all with the torque and the, the power? I mean, because you're leaning on something. So if you're turning to slap, I mean, you're not – I don't know. Like, to me, I feel like that's not a big help. Um, and plus I mean, you're so leaning towards the fighter. So it's not like you have that full range of motion with your hand. Right, right. So – I think that that's, that's probably why they, they always set the defender first. They always, the dude who's taking the hit, they always make sure he's set first. That way, you know, if he's up against the table or if he's a step back, the striker's able to measure, you know, right. and then the defender right. can't move at that point. So I think for me, I wouldn't want to lean on the table. Like I'd never have leaned on the table when I was taking a hit um, because I learned in the, my first fight with Chris Thomas, I learned that, you don't want your body to be like stiff. You don't want to be completely locked out because you need that energy to be able to flow. You got to be able to absorb mm-hmm. that energy somehow. So my, even my fight against Alex Asbury, if you see me, I'm up there, like my chest is out, my neck is stiff, my legs are completely <laughs> locked. And it's just like, it was a horrible way, man. It's like, I probably had the absolute worst form as far as taking the hit. Like I was just asking to get knocked out. Still couldn't do it. But, stiff uh, stiff as a board. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was stiff as a board. It was horrible. Um, so as you can see, like, uh, especially my fight against Slap Jesus, like I'm a lot looser up there. My knees are bent and I learned how to take them. But um, I don't think leaning against the table would help anybody. I know, I think Darius leans against it pretty good too. But uh, if yep. to each their own, if it works for you, it does. But I don't think I would try it. Mm. That's strange that, the, that a lot of the, the refs, like you were mentioning, you know, one ref has his own idea and the next ref has his own idea. But I mean, yeah, this is a new sport, but shouldn't you be following like what exactly the rules are there, there and, should be some consistencies exactly yeah i'm i'm with you i'm with you i mean i think we're definitely seeing rules get bent and not broke but um well even you know the, the, it, the, it is what it is right and the lift also i mean i've seen some fighters lift a little bit they're not and turning they, but i don't know man it's it's weird and nothing gets called yeah nothing gets called yeah you're right exactly yeah. Hey, man, referee's discrepancy, but go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I noticed uh, there's a different uh, shoe you guys were wearing. Like, what is that like a different sponsor or like an outfitter with that? Because I know before it was like how Robert Trujillo described it, like the, the lunch Walmart lady shoe. shoes. Or the, like, <laughs> That's how I described it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like the, the Walmart threes or whatever, but uh, <laughs> um, no, they, they are, it's actually a really nice workout shoe. Um, I don't know where they got it, but I think that um, I think that they just had enough of the fighters complaining about the shoes. Just like it's not that they were uncomfortable; they're actually really comfy. But uh, nobody, like none of us guys, no nobody would wear those shoes like out. So you know, yeah, we're like, man, we want to look better up on stage. Like my guy, hey, Seuss, the dude I just knocked out. Like uh, that's mm-hmm. my dude. But um, like especially like 
he had like the white socks and like his you know loafers on kind of looks dorky some of the stuff that they give us like, yeah bro you know what i'm saying I mean, like, like these look like cafeteria fucking ortho shoes yeah. i don't need this <laughs> shit yeah, no, those are so. like the waiter i get there's so many different ways to describe those hey those but you like know what <laughs> any of those shoes are better than the rock shoes those suck dick yeah <laughs> it's funny my brother bought a pair of those like to work out and he wore them like five she's like oh, i'm getting a different pair but i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> probably about as long as they last it's about two days i'm thinking yeah 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 i'm with you but uh yeah no as far as the shoes i think they just like heard enough of the fighter saying they want a better shoe but um also they were a lot more strict in the first couple of events. Like we could only wear what they gave us, you know, like from mouth guard to shoe to socks, like we could only wear their stuff, but they're a little bit more lenient now. Um, as long as you don't have like logos on your mouth guard, or if your shoes don't have like crazy logos, then you're going to be good. But uh, I almost wore my boots. I wear boots daily. Like I grew up wearing cowboy boots and I was like, last second in the locker room i was like man i'm gonna wear boots or the shoes and i wound up going with the shoes but i think this next time i'll have my boots on hell yeah <laughs> but never uh n- never a barefoot approach right for you it's going to be cowboy boots and that's it right or yeah especially for yeah, the belt, I mean, right? yeah i mean uh I'll, I'll have to get some like uh some like custom made ones some custom made like ice cold tops on them or something you know that would be dope but, uh, with some that would be dope. spurs bro with some fucking spurs, absolutely. With some fucking spurs, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll do something, but just, like, just don't, I was, don't wear. I, Go ahead. Sorry. I was like warming up in the locker room, and like I was warming up with my boots, and I just felt like my heels just were moving way too much. I was like, man, I'm not gonna risk it, so I just threw the shoes on. But next time, I'll have the right pair of boots I need, and you know, go up there looking stylish. Hell yeah! Just don't buy those boots at the. Not to hate on my on my culture, but those Mexican boots with the big old pointy <laughs> the cockroach killers. <laughs> yeah, the sacabapas, the cockroach <laughs> killers. The one that comes that, that bit all the way up that's like close to oh, your oh, yeah. Those are oh, horrible, man. bro. You looking like a narco on power slap. <laughs> hey man. Might be a good look for me, who knows? Right? That could be your, your new nickname. <laughs> Waylon the narco frost. <laughs> that's right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wait oh that that's a good one bro <laughs> I, like Wayland, too, I was wondering uh i think i forgot i didn't ask robert or travis but uh do you guys have the same rule like with the asada testing like they just come show up at your door and you just it has to happen like then or how does it work for the power slap guys Ooh, um to be 100 percent honest i don't know as far as that if they can show up and like any time um i do know that we can be tested anytime, like if they request it, like it's like, hey, we need you to go and we have to do that. But show up to our door and stuff. I'm honestly, I can't answer you 100. percent I don't know. But see, now saying it, they might just pop up in uh, where you uh, live in Houston, right? Hey man, they, yeah, might, come, they might be come right now knocking on your door. Come and do it. <laughs> I am all natural, brother. I'm <laughs> down to my like. Okay. I am down to like. I don't even. Yeah, I'm 100 percent natural. Like I'm not even like creatine and shit. My I have the gym and I have like, you know, testosterone building foods, you know, natural. I eat avocados and coconut and shit like that to build testosterone. And so they can come to my door anytime. Yeah. I'm on the John yeah, Jones diet. Yeah, because that's always a question. <clears throat> I think it's a question nobody knew the answer to. So thanks for, for letting us know. Because I mean, as we continue, like, it's just, we're definitely growing it. Uh, Dana, 
Petitas. Everybody's putting, you know, a lot into you guys. And I know July 3rd is the next event, right? So uh, 7th. Is it 7th? Okay, so is there plans for you to, to compete on there? Or has been any opponent discussed? Or? So, yeah. Um, you know, like I've, I was actually talking to Frank today. Um, I, like I said, we're working on it. Um, I, we talked today and there is like discussions of, you know, what we're, we're looking for and like, we didn't confirm anything yet. I still have to talk to him. So I don't want to say too much on here because I think you guys yeah, kind of know. know my situation yeah. and what, yep. and what I'm trying to get out of it. So, uh, they, I have been invited to the card, but we're going to see if it works for both sides. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's good to hear. I mean, you're talking to the man himself and, uh, I know how that goes. And as far as you and your career uh, going forward, we know you want that title shot, but uh, it'd be awesome to see you uh, turn it right back around and get out there. And uh, so you got to wait and stay, you know, on deck and take another fight, which, uh, yeah, I'd love to see you just get out there and show out once again, brother. I know, man. Yeah, so I, I, I they, appreciate that. Yeah, man. I mean, if the UFC's already throwing around, you know, interim belts, then why not do it for slap fighting? I mean, if, he's, if the right. champ's not going to be able to defend it here in the near future, then throw it interim belts. Right. Or, you know, like, or, you know, like, not to take anything him. away from Chris, man, like, right, you know, he, right. he he won the title, but like, if he's on the shelf, then, you know, get, make an interim champion when, when Chris is off the shelf, then let him come and win his belt back. I you know, if, if he's the true champion, if he can take out anyone, then if he can I, if get I it was back a champ, and bro, come and win it back. If I was a champ, I would do it to prove a point. I would say, I'm going to relinquish his belt. So I ain't holding shit up. And when I'm, when I'm back, you know. I'm, I get the first fucking shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, which Pretty I would simple. be totally fine with that. Like if if me and Jesus would have fought for the belt last time, and I was still holding it when he came back, then absolutely, man, come get it. You know, come absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, but that's like, a respectable thing to do. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, it, I, either way, you know, you do what you want. You know, but uh, it's just, yeah, you know, just from my perspective, that that would just be the boss thing to do, bro, and make you look even more like a fucking G. <laughs> Right, right, almost the end. The thing, the shitty thing about it is, is, like, it's not even, like, it's not Chris's fault, you know, it's not his problem, like, right, right, you know, right. if they're not going to take his belt, the, thing, the shitty know, thing about it is, like, like oh, it's not even, here, like, have it, like, it's not it makes Chris's sense fault, on yo. his part, I get it, it's just, like, for people like me who, you know, have, you know, been going up these rankings and feel like it's time and I have to wait because of someone else's mistake, it just really gets under my skin, you know, <laughs> going up these rankings and feel <laughs> like sure, it's time. Man. Uh, yeah, that, I say, that time will come. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I Go gotta on, ask buddy. you too. What, what's your future plans? Uh, I know I've heard time will come. Be, uh, yeah, with yeah, the slap sure. news, for sure. You've discussed uh, Bellator what, as an option plans, or LFA. Uh, you're trying to get some MMA fights. I know you've trained Jiu-Jitsu, training boxing previous, even getting in the slap league. What do you think, man? Where would you want to fight? Like, if the opportunity came knocking, Bellator, UFC contender series. What do you think? Um. I mean, like I, I'm probably just in this slap organization alone. Um, like I'm always confident in myself, and you know I always like bet on myself. But just in this slap organization alone, there's like guys who have more professional fighting experience and stuff than me. So as far as like UFC and those huge promotions, like it'll be a while before I can even think about that. But if yeah. I was able to get one on Bellator, because they we have like here in Arizona, we have like Rage in the Cage, we got like Muay Thai fights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I talked to Frank about it. And Frank's like, um, if you want to do local promotion, stuff like that, he's like, do your thing. He was just like, you know, don't take a fight with one of these like BK, you know, bare knuckle places or one of these guys that want to come and just like use your name. 
he's like, we're not going to allow that. So mm. we have to see what happens with this contract. I still, you know, I just renewed my contract. So, um, awesome. it's kind of, you know, I gotta, I gotta approve it through Frank. I gotta be like, Hey, can I do this promotion? But what I want to do is this summer, um, sometime probably before September, I want to have a Muay Thai fight down in, down in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and then just, you know, go from there. Um, I think if I could probably get at least two fights in or so, uh, mm-hmm. Donovan does have a good connection with um, Bellator. And if I can go out and show out and win a couple of fights, then maybe I can get a fight on Bellator and just kind of work my way up the ranks. But um, mm-hmm. as like I said, it's, it, it's all going to depend on, you know, what happens with Slap and how much Frank will allow me to do or how long I want to stay with Slap, you know. Um, right yeah. now it's like it's 100%, you know, straightforward. Like I want to stay with Slap and, you know, get that title and, but uh, I don't know if I want to do it forever, you know, maybe two or three years. I'll say I just want to do boxing. I just want to do this. So, yeah. But right now, the focus is on slap, and I'll be getting in some local smaller promotion fights in time between. Yeah. And the things you've been doing in slap, you got plenty of eyes on you. You've been looking great. So I think you're in good hands. And uh, I know I have a feeling you're going to be out there in July. So it's good to have you on, man, and share, like, I mean, your experience. Like I said, we're still – in this early stage, but you're one guy that's out there that's got a lot of eyes on him. Uh, should have already been a title fight book, but um, I'm sure they'll find a great matchup for you, though. Would love to see you make it out there again in July, man. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, Mark, uh, Mark's been too quiet. Mark, what do you have right. for way? So what do you think about those stuff like the ice wars, the pillow fight, the MMA in the phone booth and all that kind of stuff? Like, does that stuff like intrigue you at and all? Like, and like, oh, fuck and like car jujitsu and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, cause look, look, you're, you're connected with JT Tilly. That's our boy right there. Right, right, and he's right. doing that car jitsu shit. So, yeah, I mean... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so car seat jujitsu, probably, probably not. But, um, I mean, there, there's a, there's a few things. Not um, a real fight fan. <laughs> not real fight man <laughs> i mean i mean cars it just feels like it just feels like trying to take us it's too many things at once like you know it's i feels feel like dirty. probably yeah it's like you're, try, you're trying to get too much action in one like thing like you're trying too hard like the car seat to get to it and like honestly how entertaining is it going to be to watch that like be honest would it be oh, entertaining it's, to watch it's it fucking entertaining bro is it? To see people get know, choked man. out with a seatbelt and fighting for their life. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you you can use the car? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh bro. yeah, you can use the, you can use the seat Anything that's in the, the car, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. you can use the anything, bro. Steering, the steering wheel, if it, if it happens to oh, come yeah. apart, that's your you weapon of choice. With his head or something, you know. <laughs> it's like watching you know a hardcore WWE match, you know, in a, in a car. In my okay, opinion. well, man, maybe I maybe I misspoke. Maybe maybe it is more more fun than I than I thought it'd be. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm just I'm into like just challenging myself, like adrenaline, masculine shit. So, like, not saying I'd probably go in and hit up JT and pursue that, but if, if the opportunity if the opportunity came calling, just like this slap thing, I wouldn't go in pursuing slapping. But if it comes calling, then fucking let's try it. You know, I'm, they said, well, hey, I'm down for anything. Waylon, we got to fight for you. You versus Gabby Garcia. <laughs> let's fucking run it <laughs> it'd be like Roy did Gabby Garcia or just regular Gabby either way she's I'd say huge. run it embrace all challenges <laughs> I'd do it bro I'd do it 
I'm going to DM JT Tilly right now. I'm going to say, Waylon wants to fight in Karjitsu. <laughs> <laughs> don't so, see flies me out there, man. It's on. Don't be surprised if you get a text or a phone call. So what's this right, shit I'll about JT? <laughs> <on it. laughs> hey, what about oh, yeah. that? Uh, what about the sport that's out the basketball MMA? I saw that. I saw that one. And like, uh, that that one would be pretty. I love basketball, you know. So like that one would probably be more intriguing to me, more fun to actually do than the car jitsu. But uh, that 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 one honestly, I thought that one looks pretty cool. I hope that like it can keep going. And hell yeah, I would try that one for sure. I don't know who's running that one. I don't know who the connection is. Russians. But I would love that one. Hey, you, you all remember? You all if, remember that game? It makes uh, sense, man. Basketball. <laughs> it was like just basketball, and they would fight and shit. It's man, that's, that's just like. Isn't that just like prison ball, though? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> you just can't shit each other. Yeah, actually, you can. Well, it's Russia. Just don't get caught. <laughs> you just don't get caught. There you go. Hey, at the uh, rest of the seat, it's clean, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and the Whalen, do you, uh, week in and week out, do you uh, mm. sit and watch, like, every single fight on, like, the UFC cards? Because, um, yeah, we usually do our show. We do picks, predictions uh, for the pool card. Um, are you tired yeah, to man. watch everything? PFL, Bellator, you watch it all, right? Um, I've, Honestly, I haven't, like, PFL and Bellator, I'm not watching every single card. Um, you know, like, so I don't watch it. I'm not someone who sits down and makes sure I, I am able to see every single fight. But, I mean, um, pretty much every UFC card I'm watching and when, like, I'm half time and, you know, I can't watch these other ones, I will. I got to ask you, too. Have you ever ran into Conor McGregor in Vegas? No, dude, but I, I ran into Michael Chandler. Oh, uh, nice. Me and Trujillo did because Trujillo and I were out there for the, the talk show um, after slap or whatever. So we pull up to the apex and it was when, you know, all the tough guys were there and we saw Michael Chandler. So we stopped and got a picture and chat with him for a second, but I was looking for Connor, man. I was, I was looking for him. I wanted to like talk some shit to him or something, but yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I like, I have a lot of respect for Connor. He's, you know, he's awesome. But like, you know, I, if I see him, I'm definitely talking some shit. Fuck yeah, bro. And that's what any respectable man should do is talk shit Absolutely. to Conor McGregor. Absolutely. I mean, he'd probably respect you more than, you know, if you went up to him, hey, can I have a picture with you? Oh, yeah. No, I'm telling him I'm choking him out if I run into him. Fuck yeah. I'd be like, what's up, bitch? You little leprechaun that's right. bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Taking your fuck- I'm taking your lucky charms, motherfucker. Yeah, and I love Connor. I love Connor, bro. But you know, me I'm, too. That's my guy. That's my I just, guy. I I'll just Connor, be talking shit, mean. bro. Talk shit. But I mean, if I could fight anybody, man, I want Connor because that's like that's my guy, dude. He's I love I love me some Connor. So I was like, man, I'd love to fucking wrestle around with him. Hell yeah, man! Speaking of wrestling, uh, so you have a you have a nickname, right? A nickname? Yeah. Ice cold. Ice yeah. cold. Okay. What do you like to do uh, outside of this whole combat sports scene, man? Um, well, I, I enjoy, like, uh, being outdoors, really, like, you know, hunting, fishing, like, yep. going, like, where I live in Payson, Arizona, we have, like, everything. We have, like, uh, you know, creeks, rivers, um, lakes, uh, you know, we're surrounded by the forest, like, I can hop on my dirt bike, you know, and then go out, you know, if like I have everything right here. So I just am a huge lover of the outdoors and just like, I'm trying to buy a side by side, but 
I'm waiting on the bank to cash my bonus check from the last event so I could buy a side by side. But uh, just shit like that, being outdoors and manly shit, I guess. Hell yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love going outdoors, man. I love fishing, um, hiking. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just fun, man. It's fun to get out and and not have the the thoughts or you know the or anything of what's going on in life to just enjoy the outside and, and just, absolutely you know absolutely fishing, fishing for me is yeah that's that's my shit right there man so relaxing hell yeah dude yeah that's where i live too but go ahead yeah, yeah no Waylon, i'm not far from you i work near your neck of the woods in winslow we might have to catch okay. up one day do a vlog a day oh hell yeah for us so yeah that's why, man. Absolutely I appreciate. Like, I re- reached out to you, Dari, uh, Dorian didn't make it last week. We could have had you then, but I'm glad you made the time for us this mm-hmm. week. Uh, some great insight on the Power Slap League, and uh, just hearing your story, man. You know, just being real, like Robert said, this is a show we do live all the time. We have done 175 of these things. Had some great guests. It was awesome having you on and sharing your story. And for sure, I'll be down that way. We'll make some content, put out a vlog, yeah, so book MMA and if you're in, I'm in. Hell yeah, brother. You you just let me know, man. Uh, you're, yeah, you're right. One state over. So that's perfect for me. Winslow is probably like two and a half hours away from me. So that's that's perfect. Yeah, I, I was just out there yesterday. But that ain't shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like your, your states are so close to each other, man. They're like tiny <laughs> compared to Texas. It's insane. Oh, I know. <laughs> you the Texan, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, New Mexico. I love Arizona, though, bro. I fucking love it. I love it. I love, uh, you know, the first time I went there and I I saw that y'all had dispensaries. I was like, this is fucking amazing. I love this place. I don't I'll tell leave. you, you, you can't beat Arizona, man. I'm to like, I like, I'm probably like the biggest ambassador of like Arizona. Like, I try to always fucking let people know how great this place, especially Pace in Arizona, where I live. So like. When you think of Arizona, if you've never been out here, and I get the questions all the mm-hmm. time, like, oh, just like a big-ass desert? No. Like, no, man. Like, the, the, the southern part, like, you know, maybe 33% of the whole state, like the southern part, is desert. But, I mean, where I live here in Payson, I can drive an hour south and be down in the desert, you know, and do those type of activities. Or I could drive, or I could be right here, and I can get snow and rain, and I can get all the seasons and, you know, have all mm-hmm. these lakes and shit. Or I could go, you know, an hour north and be to where it's like, you know, below zero freezing temperature. So Fuck everything that. you could want, dude, we have everything here in Arizona. Whatever type of life you fucking want, it's all within hours of each other. So this is the greatest state there is. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm inclined to, to say it's the second greatest state. I mean, I'm from Texas. I, I, I love Texas. <laughs> and the, you, only man, thing, the only thing that would make Texas like number one hands down anywhere is if they made weed legal, but. It won't. Yeah. yeah. Fun and, and, man, if it, and if Arizona had a beach, right? Yeah, there you go, bro. <laughs> there you go. I say we just hey, combine them. We'll just gobble I'm up New you. Mexico and get rid of that. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, calm down now. Calm down. New Mexico is just kind of yeah. like Arizona, okay? We have yeah, all the yeah. seasons in one day. Um, you know, I was just looking right now. Pace in Arizona from where I live is five hours away. So Let's just annex all of it, bro. Let's call it New mm. Texasona, right? Dude. <laughs> hey, I like yeah. it, man. I like it. <laughs> New Texasona. <laughs> I, so I like it. You know, it's funny. I used to like. I used to spend a lot of time in New Mexico too, and uh, 
there's like there's some beautiful parts in Mexico too. Like members, I used to stay in members in Mexico a lot to visit my grandfather. Um, I know and, like, that's, that's yeah, and that's yeah. just like you know, pace and it's got like beautiful trees and everything like that. But uh so yeah, I've explored New Mexico too and um I spent most time probably like around dimming in Las Cruces. But... Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Las Cruces. I've been, I've been around. Yeah. Yeah. Las Cruces. Las Cruces got better, man. I used to live there for like five years until I graduated from high school. And then I told my parents, hey, going back to Albuquerque. <laughs> I like the South, <laughs> Southwest yeah. way better than the North, Northeast. Like them, them states yeah. are fucked up. Like New York. Oh, God. That's a shithole, dude. New Jersey. Oh, man. Bro, New not York, too much in New Jersey. That's the home of the Devils, my hockey team. So not too much in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> home of Jim Miller too. Home of Jim Miller too. So you, too know, you know what? Since we're on the topic, you freaking Mark, you Canadians throwing all that smoke to uh, New, New York right uh, now and choking oh, their yeah, asses out, bro. Yeah. Hey, but you know Mark... what? I, I just want to go. You know, get a little off topic here. Um, you know, the news lately. There's been a lot of. Uh, ufo sightings um and the government's you know dead set on on releasing information the media is dead set on releasing information what do you, what's your take on ufos and, and aliens you think they they exist man so <laughs> i would like I, I wouldn't i wouldn't rule it out um like i think that if you can take the probability like the probability is that there probably is like a different life form out there there probably is aliens right um now if the aliens are actually how they depict them and the ufos and the shit and that shit like i don't know if i believe any of what our government is going to tell us because they motherfuckers lie to us all the time but um like yeah I, I do believe that there's other life there is aliens out there somewhere but like i don't believe that whatever their shit you know nah. <laughs> No, I think I think that like stuff like this or stuff like, you know, you'll see they will be like in the news for like a week or two weeks. All these fucking things that just get the world fighting against each other. Psyops, like bro. That's what they're called. It's like distractions, bro, for whatever other bullshit they're doing. Yep. So like I agree. <laughs> that's <bro>. like, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't really buy in too much of what the government tries to push because half neither, it's all man. bullshit. I fucking hate the government more than anybody I know. I'm fucking with you, dude. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm 100% dead serious, bro. I hate the government, bro. The United States government can suck a fat one. Dude, they're, they're like, a lot of these governments, they're fucking, they're allowing this world to get soft, man. Like, fucking yep. soft, dude. There's so many soft-ass dudes just, like, making the world harder for the dudes who aren't fucking soft. And Like, yeah, our government needs to step in and, like, make fucking men men again, and a lot of these problems would go away, but... Yeah, they won't, so. it's it's sad, bro. Yeah. It's sad, you know. People just, uh, I don't know, man. I don't want to get too off, far off topic. Right? Yeah, I, I don't want to <laughs> go. Into, no, <laughs> no, that's for our, that's for bro, our future I, other podcast. I could get set off, yeah, dude. dude. I could go for hours on subjects like that. Don't make me go Joe Bowman on of, your ass. I could tell this is the type of podcast we could come in and either talk about fighting for an hour or talk about whatever for a fucking hour and have a great conversation. Dude, it, it, it's it, you're dead right there, man. We are that type of podcast. So, hey, if no, we no, for oh, the yeah. record, though, for the record, New Mexico, we all believe in aliens. UFOs, yes, we do. We see them all the yes, time. We do. But Big we're that in Payson, uh, the Petrified Forest, Winslow around there. 
That's well, kind of the area. That's yeah, on. yeah. You've heard that's of a, a, that's a it? Fire in the Sky? Shit right there, yeah. bro. No, have, have you guys ever seen Fire in the Sky yeah. or heard of Fire yes. in the Sky? Yeah, yeah that's uh, – so that's in Heber, Arizona. It's about 50 minutes, 45, 50 minutes north of me. I've actually lived there before. Um, I lived there in like sixth and seventh grade. But uh, so the phone booth that – and this is no bullshit. Like you, I'll take you out if you want to come out, David, and we meet up. You can be on your vlog. But um, – the phone booth that the dude was abducted in in that movie, my uncle, he owns the tire shop that that phone booth is at. That phone booth's still out there. Oh, shit. And my, yeah, my uncle owns Hebrew, that shit. So, like, yeah. David, if you want to come out and get that on your vlog or something, man, I can take you. Yeah, we do need to put some content together. We do have future plans for an alternate podcast uh, with yes. stuff like that. But as far as MMA, combat sports, it's definitely sitting ringside, but yeah, that's uh, definitely something we need to make happen before before the yeah. summer's out. We'll do it, Espe yeah. especially if you guys are into the you know UFOs and aliens. That's like a historic site for yeah. sure. I, I'm not saying I, it was aliens, but it was aliens. But okay? it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge paranormal, Bigfoot, cryptic, UFO shit, bro. Like huge. I I have a video where I caught a shadow person when I took. Uh, uh UFC bet uh, Isaac Valley flight with me. Yeah. Um, I'll get that video and I'm going to send it to you uh, through Facebook uh, Messenger and uh, that way you can check out my my uh my little video I did with uh with uh with Isaac man. It's uh well, plenty it's pretty others, cool plenty, man. Yeah, he's he, he's also got a video of Bigfoot's hairy ball sack. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, that was Mark sending that shit through our DM oh, chat. Shit. <laughs> Bro, like, how could you prove that was Bigfoot's balls? Like, you can't. I don't. That's just the way that you show people your balls, bro. I'm sick and tired of that joke. <laughs> you want to see Bigfoot's balls? <laughs> it's fucked up, oh, dude. They look, so they look so human. They look so human. They look so human. See where our producer leads us on the show. That's how, that's how we do it. Oh, that's shit. Hey, that man, I'm funny, down with dude. that. That's funny. This is, I'll tell you, this is the most fun I've had on a podcast. <laughs> Who's doing things slaps harder, Bigfoot or the abominable snowman? Uh, snowman? Who slaps harder? Ooh, mm. I'll probably say snowman because if that dude's made out of ice, that shit's going to be... You know, it's hurt. Yeah, no, true. Yeah. Abominable yeah. snowman of Pasadena. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, Waylon, thank you so much, brother, for jumping on the show tonight. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, thanks to David, you know, uh, reaching out and uh, getting you on. Um, but yeah, man, this was a lot of fun. I hope you had a blast hanging out with us, bro. This is. This is what we do, oh, man. Yeah. This is our. This is what our show is all about, man. If you look at our past uh, shows, I mean, with our guests, it's it's pretty much just like this. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Just go off I, the rails. <laughs> yeah, so and I can find you guys on YouTube or anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on YouTube, YouTube Facebook, I love it. Twitter. I mean, we're we're everywhere. I love it. I love it. Hell yeah. No, like no no lies, dude. Like this. This is nice. Like, this is a nice interview. I love, like, getting on here and just be able to, like, chat and just, like, have fun. It's perfect. Yeah, bro. And we tell that to all our guests. Be ready. 
because <laughs> it's we're not be like fun. the other. Exactly, exactly. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, don't get offended. <laughs> <laughs> and before we uh, before we let you go, Waylon, if anybody you want to shout out, uh, you know, uh, along the way in your journey in the power slap or just in general, people that support you, that show love, we're going to yeah, show you absolutely. love. We're always at Five Book MMAs, man. So, yeah, go for it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, I know everyone's heard about him, but Donovan, uh, you know, not even him just getting me started. Like he, we, we talking like on a daily basis and he said, he wants me to get that belt as bad as I want to get that belt, you know? And, um, so definitely want to thank him for, you know, continuing to push me and, you know, make sure I'm getting my training in. And, um, also, you know, Robert Trujillo, man, Robert Trujillo has been like a huge help, like through this whole thing from when we moved into the house to like, even, you know, he was hyping me up. He's giving me the pep talk right before I went on stage for the last one. So uh, definitely want to shout out those two guys. And then also, like I said, you know, the whole UFC and slap organization is like, you know, they make they make stuff, you know, easy on you and they take care of you. And I'm just thankful for the opportunity. And I hope that uh, me and the, the decision makers can get on the same page soon. Yeah. And hopefully we can be exclusive to power slap league because we've been having a lot of you guys on we're going to continue to have you guys on and and follow the you know i mean it's it's getting bigger and bigger people are hating there's haters everywhere but yeah man yep. hearing you guys you know just having you on it's i know you've done there's a very few interviews and very few uh, people just don't know and they will know yep. soon enough and uh now they know the man Waylon ice cold frost man I appreciate it. I also want to thank you guys because you guys like, uh, you know, you guys put in like the continued effort and stuff to um to share like our stories, you know, and like help mm-hmm. us spread our word. So like you guys are just like is, you know, important for this stuff, too. And I tell, you know, these other guys, too, I always extend my appreciation because like you, you guys' effort helps us, too. So thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And Robert's Absolutely. the man. Travis is the man. Dorian, yeah, he's probably next. I got a message. We'll get him on too. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell him to get had... his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> we also had our buddy, uh, well, a good friend of mine, uh, Paul Teague, on the show too. Uh, okay, he was yeah. On, yeah, that's yeah. my that's my dog, bro. I've known that fool, but he was doing front yard MMA in his, uh, oh, yeah, in his Paul, house. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So no. hopefully Thanks, he can get on the card too. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I know. Yep. I'm sure he will. He likes to be super active. So, yeah, but let's <laughs> see both you guys on a card, and we'll have you both on. We'll do a, a yeah, show dude. with both I, I, Yeah, man, if you guys want to do this again, you let me know. Like I said, you know, it's genuine. You get, like, this was this was most, this was, like, the most relaxed, most, like, this is, like, perfect. This is my type of podcast. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, right thanks on, again, Waylon. We appreciate you, man. Anytime, I'm gonna hopefully make it down there to Payson. I'm not too far. We'll put some content together. It'll be up on FightBookMMA.com. Hell yeah, yeah brother! I look, I look forward to it. Thank all you guys, man. Yes, sir. Thanks, brother. Have Later, a good brother. night, man. All right, peace out. Later. Peace. All right, oh. fellas, we got another good one in the books. Oh, Solid man. in here with another. Oh, yeah. Another uh, great competitor, Power Slap. Uh, I told you guys, man, Power Slap, you know, has a lot of uh, has a lot of characters, bro. And we've interviewed quite a few of them already, man. Um, I, I've I've enjoyed it from day one, and it's just I don't know. To me, it keeps getting better, man. It's it's fun. Um, I don't care what anybody says, and it, the fact that so many people hate on it, 
or were hating on it. I don't see as much hate as I do anymore, but, uh, you know, that just kind of made, made me want to like it even more. Cause I, I fucking hate the haters. It's like, dude, you want to hate this? I'm going to like it even more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if there's people who like want to hate that the sky is blue, you could hate what you want to hate. But yeah, we definitely, like I said, Dana, Frank, the decision makers, you guys are listening. We need to be exclusive. Power slap. We got your boys hey. on the show. So we're 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 gonna make it time. happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna do all I can to get yeah. Dana White and Frank's attention and say, look. Let's make it happen. We're getting, we're getting power slap fighters on the show. Yeah. So we even had a I wasn't on that episode, but y'all had two power slap fighters on oh, the that's show. Right, Rob. Yeah, yeah, you weren't on with Trujillo and Travis, but yeah, super legit guys and they were Yeah, I was I was celebrating my wedding anniversary that day. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Not a real fight fan. That, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I was I was still listening in the background. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a good guy, Waylon Frost, man. Super legit. We're gonna have to uh get some content together and do Hell yeah. Maybe the debut episode of the uh, the new podcast first episode. Hey, we got to get that on. We got to get that that new podcast uh, squared away and when to do it. Yeah. And because uh, that type of episodes, man, bro, yeah. we sort of gave you a little. Uh, yeah, you got a little preview of like things to come via Waylon being a guest, but it is yeah. this what we do every Thursday on the guys. next conspiracy facts. <laughs> I like that title. Conspiracy facts. I cue the Germans. There you awesome, go. Awesome in my ears. <laughs> but, uh, right I on. Mean, but back to combat sports, of course. We went yes. off the UFO status, but that's great. It's not a problem, but we got a pretty decent card. Uh, it's only 11 bouts. Uh, we know there's quite yeah. a few that got canceled. Um, the fight I think that I'm going to be missing on this card was the Michelle Perea, Stephen Thompson. I know it's mm-hmm. been removed, but we have a five fight main card, like for $89.99, right? Is that what the, they charge these days for the UFC card? Yeah. So. <laughs> Is that <laughs> but, okay. yes, Steve? <laughs> but it's in your neck of the woods. Well, not your neck of the woods because Canada well, is huge. It's across but... the country from me, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's in my home country your... of Canada. Yeah, Vancouver. and the UFC returning. Yeah, UFC returning to Canada. It should have been in Toronto, but whatever. <laughs> Let's start with this fight poster, man. Uh, <laughs> they just, it honestly oh, looks like the new WWE title. It looks like the exact same, mm. the same gold and same kind of beige color. It looks just like it. Like they just slapped hated. them on. Like stick they, on ma- there. they made Aldania look like West Studi from fucking Street Fighter, dude. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 I know it's an alternate <laughs> matchup. Like he's the backer. Fucking Zangief. And and they made Nunez look like hardcore Butch. I mean, I know she usually does, but I've seen her look very feminine in some pictures. This one, she just yeah. looks. I don't know, bro. This is. This is a horrible Shit. fucking poster. Dariush looks like he's chewing on something and his face is swollen from a bee sting. Overa looks like he's got a secret to tell. Like, I, I hate this fucking poster. Look at this shit, bro. Yeah. Dude, Nunez, if you look, like, she could be, like, related to Michelle Rodriguez. 
It doesn't even look like it's her. It's like two pictures of Nunez, like one side right. of her face. Look at the well, the two sides the of her faces. Yeah, it looks yeah, fucking they're weird. Two separate right. posters. They're like they yeah, took from me like two different posters and morphed into one. It, it looks like that for all of these guys. What the fuck were they thinking, bro? Darius looks like a potato. fucking potato, dude. <laughs> no, but I, I love the uh, the the background stucco. That was a nice touch, though. So UFC poster. That's I can see the stucco. It's gold. I get you. It's a little too much gold, and I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, it's wow. it's a fucking two, bro. <laughs> mm. Two well, for doo doo. They could have done way better for the return to Canada, though. I'm really disappointed. Bro, yeah, I, like, bro. On, the, the poster's yeah. the least of your worries, my friend. Oh, I, I know that, but you know this is not a good start for me. Yeah, it's definitely not a good start for me either, man. This is a. Mm-mm. It's a two for doo doo. It, it <laughs> deserves probably less, but I mean, it's you know, it's rightfully hey, shit. Our our short is a lot better than this fucking fight poster. Yeah, that this, is true. This poster sucks ass. I tried to add some gold, you know, you know, the gold. I tried, sucks you know, big moose nuts. I tried to gold it up, you know, put it that way. Yeah. Bro, but I can't but, get over, dude, Aldania, I've seen her look amazing, and they made her look like fucking Wes Studi, dude. You know who that is, right? <laughs> the, the Indian dude, Geronimo, like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, he's looks- like, yeah. <laughs> Geronimo, it's Nunez oh. versus Geronimo. <laughs> no. But the- but on to the fight card. I don't know if you guys want to do the prelims or uh, I know. Uh, I, like, I, I, I mean, it's 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 no, let's, do the, let's do the main card and then we'll do the prelims. Belbita's gonna lose. Dvorak's gonna lose. Ooh. Kyle Nelson's uh, uh, got a great fight though too. That's a tough guy. That's, good, that's it, gonna so. be a tough. Yeah, it's fight, gonna be a bro. good one, dude. Kyle Nelson's gonna fucking. I him. I hope I hope he's he working, wins, bro. He's, he's had some hard sparring, and I think he's you know his cardio is what's gonna help him a lot. I think Zahabi's gonna be a an underdog to watch. Arroyo Quayling. I don't think he's gonna walk out of this one alive. Jasmine Jazadivicious. I don't know, bro. Yeah, it's Jack, gonna this is gonna be a good fight. That's gonna be a good fight for her. And okay, I, we'll start. We're excited for this fight. Right we're starting with Jasmine Jasaduvicious, Miranda Maverick. What are the odds, Rudy? Minus two ninety five favor for Maverick, plus two forty five for Jasaduvicious. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I mean, Miranda Maverick goes in there and she throws down. So I do love the matchup because, like, ranking wise, Maverick's up there. You know, and the lead's the lead's extending. Dude, she's minus three hundred right now. Two my, plus two forty for Jasaduvicious, man. And it's probably going to get even, even wider, man, as we clo- get closer. And that's kind of weird considering Jazadavicious. She's been doing pretty good, and mm-hmm. she's fighting in Canada. Um, yeah, she's Canadian, so I, I don't, I don't really see it being that so fucking lopsided. I, I honestly think it's going to yeah, be no. a, a lot closer. It should be like one ten, one fifteen, one fifteen, bro. You know, honestly, the close fight. Uh, yeah, sure. it's going to be a yeah. very close fight, man. It could go either yeah, way, yeah. but. I'm th- going to give the edge to Miranda Maverick. Mark's I'll pick got Jasmine, Jasmine, man. Yeah, Mark and I'm going to stick with Jasmine, Jasmine, obviously. I feel like she's going to overcome Miranda's striking and come with a decision. Yeah, I got Maverick by, like, some violence. So, like, maybe third round finish. But it'll be a great fight. So, it's two mm-hmm. and two. Yeah, no, two, yeah I'm, well, honestly, Jasmine, like, she's been on a run. So, she's mm-hmm. got a style. And she's going to style on Miranda Maverick. 
He's bouncing but up. If you look back, a couple of her losses were to good strikers, so you know what I mean? So this is why a lot of people are probably picking Miranda is because her losses are to strikers. Yeah, it's a great matchup, though. It really is. It is. Like, do not sleep on this bout. Like, you got to – your sandwich better be made by the time this fight's happening, you know? So. Yeah, you should be making your sandwich in the first fight of the prelims. <laughs> but but next up, though, the bout – it seems like Chris Curtis fights just creep up on you. They're just like, bam, Chris Curtis is fighting. He's going to be a whole new fighter since he started that podcast with Sean Strickland. I guarantee he's going to clean out a whole new fighter. <laughs> Just watch. Nazardine Mabov was coming <laughs> off of a uh, didn't he main event? And it, uh, he fought Sean Strickland last time, right? Yep. yep. So see, that's a lot of uh, yeah. Chris Curtis knows, you know, he's, he's probably been game planning good with Sean and um, talking a lot of crazy shit on that podcast. But yeah, that's a this low key is like fight mm-hmm. of the night, and it's necessary because it's fourteen against fifteen. Chris mm-hmm. Curtis is pretty hungry too, coming back because. Yeah, he had some shitty loss. But he lost to Gastelum, right? His last fight. Yeah, unanimous yeah. decision to Gastelum. He beat Joaquin Buckley and lost to Jack Hermanson. So, two two decision losses recently. Um, right now, I mean, it's it's very close odds, bro. It opened up at plus one hundred five for Chris Curtis, minus one twenty five favorite for Imavov. Right now, it's kind of widening for Imavov, minus one fifty five favorite, plus one thirty underdog for Chris Curtis. I'm going with the dog, Chris Curtis, to win this fight. Mm-hmm. Nasruddin Imovov really hasn't shown me too much, man. Um, he usually wins his fights by by fucking decision. Decision, yeah. Yep. And I don't know, thinking you're going to win a, a, a decision fight against Chris Curtis, who mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. went a decision with Gastelum and fucking Jack Hermanson. And he's got that crazy KO power. And he looks like a Street Fighter fucking character. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm yeah, he Chris looks like the from uh, Street Fighter, right? Balrog. Balrog. Yeah. <laughs> and he Not just because he's black. I think he looked like Black Guile, bro. No, I yeah. think yeah, he's kind of like a TJ combo from uh, Killer Instinct type deal. Right. You know? I'm just going with Black Guile. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a great fight because it's like the gatekeeper to the top 15, top 10-ish fight. This is going to be a really good fight, bro. I mean, it's going to go either way, but I, I'm just—I don't know, man. I—I don't—I don't, I don't mm-hmm. see very many guys doing well against Chris Curtis, man. He's just one of those dudes that, I mean, he will fucking if he if he lands those shots, bro, you're going lights out, man. Yeah, I think he's got a couple. Uh, he's got a fight uh, training. I mean, training with John Strickland, having a podcast with him. Yeah, I mean, especially with the Strickland previously fighting Imovov. Yeah, I got a favorite Chris Curtis just slightly, you know. So I think he wins a decision. And uh, next up, we do have sandwich fight of the night. Canadian <laughs> former uh, what's the promotion uh, mark? Is it TKO? That Barrial was the double champ, right? He was a double champ of TKO. So yeah, I believe it was TKO. They're, they're, they're very close, like just. I don't know. This is a super. This is the closest fight on the card. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Eric okay. Anders has showed like if he shows up in great shape, physical shape, mm-hmm. um, he's willing to go the three rounds. He's very hard to take out. Uh, Barry Alt, same deal. Um, I think this fight pretty pretty much is a grinder. Could go it's either way. Forty minutes, a coin flip fight, right? Anders is going to come out aggressive, I think, and I believe Barry Alt's going to, you know, kind of fix, you know, 
get a strategy going at some point and then bam, take over and it's all his for the rest of the fight. Mm, I don't know about all Eric his. Anders used to be um, a pretty, like, he was high up there in the rankings at 185. He was for a little bit, but he's taken some losses too, though, hasn't he? Taken yeah, a few no, losses. I mean, yeah, as far as topology goes, Barry Alt is 42, Eric Anders 46, so they're pretty far out in, like, the rankings of relevant mm. fights, but I like the fight. I really do. I think it's super close. Yes, with all the Canadians and being in Canada, this is going to be a big night for the Canadians. I feel like all the mm. Canadians are going to come out and put on a show for us. Yeah, Barrio's probably got that mentality too, where he's got they, it. They, like, this is where they're going to put on a show, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win. Yeah, huh? that is uh, true. You know, I, I think Barrio will probably win this fight. It's going to be a very boring fucking fight, and I don't <laughs> know, man. I don't. There's a, a chance that Anders could win. This is going to be a very close fight. The odds mm-hmm. are real close. Uh, minus one thirty favor for Barrio. Anders is plus 110. I, I don't like betting on this fight at all, man. Um, I think I'm going to stay away from this one. Yeah, it's best to stay away and a uh, very sandwichy possibility. But... Very poutine to get your poutine, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian sandwich. Okay, no. But uh, next up for sure, goddamn, this fight is a fight that I love, I love when it got announced. I'm like, Nate Landwehr, because I thought he had been uh, previously scheduled to fight somebody else, but Dan Ige, man, has he fought the killers, you know what I mean? Yeah. At 145, like, he fought all the best dudes. And uh, Landwehr's kind of on the rise. This is a, like, I mean, if he starts his Ige, fucking Nate Landwehr, like, you know what I mean? Book him. Like, he's on the main card for a reason, because these, these, both these guys are action fighters. Dan Ige, I counted him out. Who did he beat last time? Uh, Damon Jackson. Mm. Yeah, Damon, I was very high on Damon Jackson and uh, counted Ige out. He was kind of on the ropes, too, as far as contract and losing, what, three or four in a row. Uh, he came out, won against a quality win against Damon Jackson, but now he's got to face Nate, the train landwehr, who's just like, you basically have to kill that guy in the cage to get him out of there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, um... man. This is a fucking tough fight for Ige. For me, I feel like it's going to be a really tough fight. Um, yeah, he's up there in the rankings per topology, but that doesn't mean shit, man. I think I think Nate's going to he's going to put work on you, guys, man. I don't know, man. A lot of people would disagree. The the bookies would disagree. Minus two sixty favor for Danny Gay, Nate Landwehr, plus two ten underdog. Um, mm. I'm going with the dog, Nate Landwehr. Uh, he's on a three fight win streak. Um, Danny Gay, you know, the fights that he's lost prior to his win, his recent one, it was just, he dropped three in a row. They were all decision losses. Um, yep. and to, to kind of smaller dudes, bro, Mozart Evloev, I mean, he's faster, he's better. Well, more well-rounded Josh Emmett. He's a little dude. Chang Sung Jung, um, late Nate Landwehr, he he's going to be a bigger guy, bro. And, mm-hmm. and he throws them fucking hands heavy. Um, and he's got a he gas a tank for kick. days, bro. Yeah, and he's got a great kicking game, too. I think if he goes to the body against Ige, that might be something where he just he may land some crazy KO, like a fucking flying knee or something wicked. But the path to victory for Ige is if he's able to just, like, work that lead leg of Landwehr where he's willing to just take one and get into a firefight. You know what I mean? So if Ige does win, uh, he's got to probably stretch it out for three rounds and – that's a I've seen fight. a lot of people saying that Ige is going to fucking sleep 
Landwehr. He's, he's nah, chinny, Landwehr, you know, like, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know what you're you're smoking. Uh, I like uh, Dan Ige, but this is this ain't it, bro. I I don't see mm-hmm. him. I don't see this, bro. This guy's got no, some heavy momentum coming in, bro. Person, but I don't see him finishing. No, he's not gonna finish. No, Landwehr, like he's got. Uh, what is it? He's basically the next coming of Darren Elkins. Uh, second coming, Darren Elkins. Yes, of course. But he's fought all over the world, like, and Dan Ige is probably his biggest fight, his toughest fight. So I think he's mm-hmm. going to get up and, and make a statement, man. He's on the main card. He likes to utilize that mic time, and he's always pretty interesting, too, in everything <laughs> that he talks about outside the cage. Just a, just a very cool cat, man, and a very high-level mixed martial artist. Ige's fought the best, and I think we've seen the best of Ige. Nate Landwehr via bloodbath were due. Tommy D mm. style, right? Tommy D yeah. style. We're due. <laughs> <laughs> We're due for a bloodbath. But yeah. moving on on the main card, uh, we Mike have. Mala. There we go. Another Canadian to, to finish it off for the Canucks. And Adam. I uh, feel like he's going to go for that finish in the first round again. You know what I mean? Like, we all know that's going to happen. He's got a lot of first round finishes, but I also feel like he might show off his cardio and just beat the hell out of him for three straight rounds. But Damn, you're making it sound like first round finish. a walk in the park, bro. I'm not saying it's gonna be a walk in the park, but Malat is on fire right now, and yeah, it's yeah. Hard to deny him. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to deny him. He works hard, mm-hmm. and he freaking shows it. Yeah, I think the only thing you could look at that uh, on the record of um, Adam Fujit, like I think, it, what do you fight that prospect who's like super legit Morales? Morales, yeah. Michael Morales. Yeah, he. I'm very high on that guy. Like, when is he fighting again? But then again, he, he did go three rounds with him. Uh, showed some, you know, that's a that's a quality fight where he ended up. You know, I mean, of course, he lost in the third round, but in this bout here, Mallet his fights end quick, like Mark said. So, if it's any way he wins the fight, I think it's quick. And if it's a decision, Adam may in fact pull. And upset because I'm pretty sure he's a big underdog, right, Rudy? Yeah, it's a slight underdog. Um, he is minus one, minus two ten favorite from Mallet, uh, and Fudget's plus one seventy underdog. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Mike Mallet. Uh, I'll probably throw a bet on Fudget as well, man, as an underdog pick. Yeah, and the placement on the card is basically the UFC. A lot of those on this card. I'm gonna do a ticket for both. Yeah, showcasing Mike Mallet in Canada though, and like I know he's been part of that Team Alpha Male crew. He's cornered like tons of UFC fights, so he knows the moment. Uh, he's fighting Canada. He's got to show out. So um, mm-hmm. everybody's expecting him to, to get another first round they and, are. and be, you know, the, who we think he is. But this is the. I mean, he's on the main card. Like guy, they're pretty far out in rankings, but their placement on the card is the UFC showcasing Mallet, and I think he does get it done. Mm-hmm. Maybe very flashy, happy. but yeah, flashy maybe, but I think he wins for sure. But, but uh, moving on, on to the co-main event of the night, Charles Bronx Oliveira makes his return. Finally, finally, we get the fight with Benil Dariush. Yes, sir. Not a five-round fight. Uh, they previously no. had it. Uh, was it a main event five-rounder the first time, right? Um, I think it was, wasn't it, Berto? I think so. It was supposed to be on the Algermain Sterling card, if I remember right, or so. Was it a uh, Yes. Okay. But, yeah, 
Charles Oliveira, we have yet to see like him with his whole team standing around him with him wrapped in towels, which is kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully the weight cut is good. Uh, we'll yeah. see tomorrow morning. And um, Benil Darius has basically been preparing for this fight for a while now and uh, probably should have got the title shot. But uh, we know um, Volkanovski, you know, they had the double champ thing going on with Islam. Darius... Whoever wins this fight's getting the title shot, right? It, there's no way. Like they have to give uh, Darius for sure, especially if he sparks out Oliveira. But they can't hate on Oliveira if he goes out there and being the real Charles Oliveira. Because according to him, that fight when he lost the title, that wasn't him. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So going yeah. back on what you're saying, um, they had to rebook this fight uh, because Oliveira got injured. That's right. And there was this was at the UFC 288. Um, so yeah, 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 because I know for sure Benil Dariush has been like he's been knocking at the door for a while, like, um, but this fight is super necessary, like, it's two against three, like, at uh, lightweight, like, we don't even know when Islam's gonna fight again. It's Abu Dhabi, apparently, we don't know, like, you know, if, if he indeed is the main event, but I think they're waiting on what happens on Saturday with these two guys, you know, but. I don't know. I can't. I, I can't pick against Charles Oliveira. Everything I heard from him and his uh his uh, the media day, like he just said he wasn't all in. You know what I mean? Again, and, and Charles Oliveira is a straight killer. He does not give a shit. He'll go to the ground. Darius is super legit on the ground. I think this is a fantastic co-main event. We'll see the fight go everywhere, or we'll mm -hmm. see Charles Oliveira win like a first round uh, jump knee KO, some crazy shit. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I don't know. What, what's your take, Rob? I don't know, man. I mean, like you're saying, you know, Charles, he's one of those crafty fighters, man. And, and uh, I'm sure that he's pretty pissed off that he got injured and uh, was not able to fight him, you know, back at UFC 288, uh, um, which was that card was pretty good, too. So, um, but Darius, bro, <laughs> this guy packs a punch. He's, really? He's awesome. On the he packs a punch? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, bro. The last time he packed a punch was like almost three years ago against Scott uh, <laughs> yeah, Hot Sauce Holtzman. If he can connect, he will connect. It's just like any other fighter out there. Nah, bro. But, nah. but if they do take it on the ground, yeah, Darius is good on the ground, but Oliveira, man, he's it's just Oliveira. a crafty fighter, dude. Yeah, I, I'm not going to pick against Charles Oliveira. I think Charles Oliveira is going to come out with the win. Probably in the third round. Um, yeah, I don't think this is going to be. I, I'm sure we're not going to see the judges fuck this uh, fight over. Yeah, it's it's going to be a finish. Yeah, Mark. Honestly, I feel like we are going to see Charles bounce back, but just you know, obviously, I want to see Benio pull off the win and keep his rise going. But I feel like we're going to see Charles bounce back, and it's going to be nasty. I have a bad feeling, this really bad gut feeling, and it's not gas either. <laughs> I'm going with a hey, rear naked choke. Week, rear naked guys. choke. Rear naked choke. Okay. Last week, the biggest underdog, Naimov, Mark, we called it on the show. Uh, right, Malarkey was going to get murdered. He was oh, the my biggest. God. <laughs> could have bet the house on Naimov, every single one of us, or everybody that's listening yeah. should have done that. But, but no, back to Dariush. I've had a bad track record of picking Dariush, but 
this fight is just I don't know. I, I have a feeling he will get the upset somehow. I'm picking so. Charles Oliveira because it seems like Charles Oliveira is back to being Charles. And that fight with mm-hmm. Islam, that's fucking pyramids. If you want my take on the whole thing, that's that's for another show. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but Darius getting like a title shot and finally, you know what I mean, getting there. I, I would love to see that. You know what I mean? But. Everything yeah, I, mean, hearing, I mean, yeah, everything I've been hearing in the presser, like the media stuff, nothing but respect for both guys. Charles is a legend, so Darius knows what the what's on the line here, and I do believe this is an excellent co-main event. Like it's just mm-hmm. a fight that definitely needs to happen right now. And Salt and Pepper Darius has been a killer. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I just I I like Darius, but um, against Charles Oliveira. I don't. Um, Charles Overo has just too many tools to work with, mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah. His last loss, I mean, it was, you know, it was to uh, he it was to caught. the champ. He got caught. He got yeah, caught, bro. He, and he Darius, Darius doesn't have the power, the hands, despite what you guys think. I don't think he does, man. Um, Robert thinks. You know, the, the last three fights he had, they all went to decision, bro. And they all went to decision. <laughs> his last, you know, Fucking knock it with Scott Holtzman two years, nine months ago. Um, Charles Overe is a killer, bro. You're going to have to take this dude out if you want to win. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can go five rounds and, and expect to win with Charles Overe yeah, no. and not expect no. him to fucking do some weird, crazy submission. And I, I'm thinking he's that's what's going to happen. This dude's going to get comfortable trying to take him on the ground. He's going to step around and take his back and choke him out. That's how I see this fight ending, man. He's going to learn. Yeah, he's yeah, seen no, guys not able to knock him out, so he's like, "Well, they can't knock him I'd out." Be, I'd be, I'd be amazed if he knocked him out, but that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, because look at the guys who have not been able to knock him out. You know, that should be able to knock him out, but they haven't been able to. So it's like if they can't do it, I don't think Jerry Osh, you know, Pinedo's gonna yeah, do it. Pinedo's not gonna do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, and also worth noting, I know they brought it up to him in the the media. Charles Oliveira's never won a fight in Canada, but. Going forward, this is a little bit different. That's he's, a, uh, he's a champion that uh, we're going to see what he's made of after a, a brutal loss, just kind of like the main event with Amanda Nunez. So Tell I us. expect uh, Charles Oliveira to go hard and fucking go for the kill. Charles Oliveira all the way, but Salt mm-hmm. Pepper Darius, it'd be Man. crazy if he finishes him. Very crazy. So let, let's but. jump to the main card, bro. Amanda Nunez versus uh, Wes Studi. Mm. <laughs> See, a despite, lot of people are hating this, too. Yeah, this, despite of what everybody says, and they're all picking. Bro, again. minus three twenty-five uh, favorite for the uh, the Queen Amanda Nunez, plus two sixty yes. underdog for Irene Aldana. I'm going with the underdog Irene Aldana. I'm going with Irene Aldana, bro. I yep. mean, in here, I want another Mexican champ. Same here. I feel like she's going to another I want another Mexican. That's going to make five Mexican champs in the UFC, bro. If Aldana can pull it, I think if anybody can pull it off, uh, yeah, that'd be four. Is it four? Four. Grasso, yeah. Moreno, Moreno, Grasso, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's four. Sorry, not five, four. Um, if Aldana can pull it off, I think she's the one that can pull it off. And, and I heard, get this, if she wins, that Dana White will step down. And Cheech Marin will be the new head of the UFC. <laughs> oh I mean, my I god! I love the like what's been happening like with the Mexican fighters because it's like 
my take on the whole thing is like, look at what's happened with the Brandon Moreno uh, epic stuff. Like he came back, he lost the belt, came back, beat Davidson Figueredo, who has beat the best at that weight class. Mm-hmm. You go to uh, uh, Yair Rodriguez, he's about to fight the greatest, or the pound for Volkanovsky. pound. Volkanovsky. Mm-hmm. Alexa Grasso, who did she beat? Arguably the second greatest, you know, Valentina's never exactly bro. And and then here we are now with Irene Aldana fighting the greatest uh, combat sports athlete, athlete, boxing, MMA, Amanda Nunes, that's who she is. And I think Amanda's not gonna let that belt go easily, but man, I Aldana may be the one, you know what I mean? But I know uh Nunez, ever since she lost Mm -hmm. to Pena. She's made a lot of changes. She don't want to see that belt drop. And uh, she said, in fact, uh, she would have retired if there was any other opponent not named uh, Juliana Pena. So she came back. We've seen what she did in her last fight. Totally dominant. Showed a lot of, like, things in her game that we hadn't seen before. But I think we're going to get the best of both these ladies here. But I will not pick Arena Dania. Amanda Nunes and still. Fucking Boo. race traitor, dude. Race traitor. Race traitor. Hey, if Aldana does it, uh, yeah, I mean, Mexico has been on a run. Uh, it's It'll be amazing. It'll be truly amazing. You're but, a Brazilian uh, coconut, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the, double, the double champ does not want to drop that belt. Like, if she does, like, she could retire. Like, I mean, if she starches out Aldana, that could be retirement. You know what I mean? I'm going to throw that out there. She's the double okay. champ. Who's she fighting at 145? I know she's in the Harrison fight. Like, that's the only other fight that, like, levels her up from where she's at of being the greatest women's fighter of all time. So, we know where she's going next after this. We know she's going after this. He wins and gets the Kayla Harrison fight. That's what's happening at nope. 145. That's not where she's going next. Where? <laughs> the BKFC? WWE. No, she wants that WWE no. title. Just You're like right. Rock. Yeah, of course she does. Yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. she wants if a great contract is offered, she deserves all the money. I, I, I yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Man, I, I don't know. I Aldania, she's the taller fighter. She's got the longer reach. She's fucking strong as fuck. She's very and she cuts skilled. off angles really well, which is yeah, gonna she's, she's really very good again. Skilled and focused. Plus, she's a Mexican. So... And she throws that tiger knee like nobody's business, right? Um, you know the the as we all know, any Mexican fighter that's out there, MMA, boxing, kickboxing, whatever, they don't go down hard. They it's she seems like a, no, she's in very good uh, she's in a mental yeah, place and uh, physical, and I know she's prepared for Nunez. She's very prepared. Right. She is considering that you know they did call her because of uh, Juliana not being able to fight. Um, maybe I don't know if she was already in fight camp. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, no, she was ready for the fight, and I think Raquel Pennington was a backup, or she was supposed to fight Raquel. So, right. I don't know if that was a five round fight, but uh, I think she was already kind of, you know, somewhat planning Get for the championship yeah. opportunity. So. Yeah, man. And you. It's, hey. it's going to be and you. And you. And you. Four Mexican champs, bro. Four. And, and a new UFC 
head of UFC, Cheech Marin. Yes, Cheech Marin. Well, if it does happen, <laughs> what's what's that stadium that Canelo just fought at? It's a uh, it's had like a hundred thousand people. The UFC needs to figure out how to get a card booked in Mexico. Say Yair Starches, Volkanovski, or yeah, ends up beating him. They got to do the Mexico card. Dude, like, I, I want to hear. I want to hear Cheech doing all of Dana White's shit, bro. Hey, what's up, fight fans? Today we're gonna <laughs> do the fucking Friday challenge. It's tacos. <laughs> Every time it's tacos. Hey, it could be the the Mexican takeover of combat sports. Is it's amazing. Like I, Yair and Volk, I cannot wait for that fight. But Irene Aldana beating the goat. Amanda Nunes on Saturday would be ridiculous. And speaking of having a huge crowd, quick shout out to KSW, bro. That Coliseum event, they sold 50,000 tickets. They sold out that uh, MMA event. If y'all don't know about KSW, go and watch KSW. Uh, Bikebook MMA is hardcore on KSW uh, News. Um, it, the the before and after pictures that I received from that promotion, amazing. It, it was amazing. So that whole event was just fucking. It was dope. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think like what you're saying, uh, David. You know, they got to have it in Mexico. Put all four champs on that that card, bro. Mexico will. Blow the fuck up, bro. Well, they should have already, like, Yair and uh, Volkanovski should be in Mexico. Like, imagine Volk walking out in a sombrero and a fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. With like, the Virgin see... Mary right in the front. <laughs> or with the, yeah, well, they dropped the ball already. Uh, Dana White said already, quote unquote, we're fucking up when he's been asked about the Mexico situation. So, Arena Aldana becoming mm. the champ Saturday. I think they'll figure it out. You know, it's so. gonna happen, bro. But they will never top. Um, what is it? Uh, Bigfoot's balls. No, they will <laughs> never top uh, Antonio Inoki and Ric Flair in Pyongyang, biggest no. sports event that ever happened in the history. So, and I want to mention that too because uh, rest in peace to the Sheik. The yes. Iron Sheik passed away. Yeah. So Iron Sheik passed away. Yep. So yeah, but they'll never top. Eric Bischoff was the one that made it happen. Ric Flair yeah. was the main event. Look it up. Antonio Inoki, Ric Flair. It was a two-day event. 320,000 people attended those events. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot. Where you, where's Connor and Chandler? They ain't filling up Cowboy Stadium. Come on, that fight ain't happening. That fight ain't happening. That's, That's not going to happen. <laughs> Has he finally entered the freaking testing pool yet? Wasn't the yeah. deadline no. last week? Wasn't yeah, last no, week the deadline? I've yeah. been saying for eight weeks straight that that fight's not happening. I'm going to say it again. That fight ain't happening. Nope. I think people are starting to realize that. Yep. So. And Wadman said he's going to throw the biggest, hardest leg kick in his fight. Right. Yeah. 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 Third off. Chris Wideman returning to the cage after, what, two years off in the leg break? Yeah. So, hmm. We'll have to talk about – well, we'll get Chris on the show. We'll talk to yeah. him about it. Yeah. Yeah. Before the fight. Um, before we, we sign off, Rudy, are we going to have a show next week? Are you going to be out of town? No, I won't be out of town. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, Last guys. but not least, though, we didn't mention him the entire show. I'm going to mention him right now. 
John Jones versus Sergey Pavlovich, UFC 292. You heard it right here. It's happening. UFC 292. Yep. yep. Right on. Well, guys, awesome show. Shout out to our guest. Uh, he was fucking amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and again, this is the first episode on the Premier Podcast Network. Um, we are the, like I said, the first MMA podcast on their network, and we should have the audio uploaded by tomorrow. Um, but other than that, really do appreciate everybody's support. David, you know what to do, bro. Yes, indeed. Another great episode. 175. It's a good number. So great guest. Shout out to Waylon Frost. Yep. Looking forward to seeing what he's doing next in the Power Slap League. Man, another one in the books, boys. Another Thursday night, sitting ringside, Fight Book MMA. Of course, if you want all your combat sports news around the world, around the clock, go to Fight Book MMA. Check us out. Like, subscribe, share, hit us up. For myself, Dave Rodriguez, Roberto Villa, the boss, Mark Ambu Miller up north, Rudy Lar, producer at hand. We are sitting ringside, episode 175. We out. Enjoy the fights.